What's up? This is your host, Kat Jones. Today is February 8th, 2020. I'm about to get medieval up in here, and this is Queer All Year. Hey, y'all. This is Kat Jones, like I said in the intro, and I am here, as always, with my bro and sound producer who is freaking out about the levels, Mick G. I'm joining the Space Force. I want to join the Space Force. I wonder what they're going to do in the Space Force. I bet they're just going to go out and do like, what? Oh my gosh, I forgot what the, what's that game called? The old one from long, from when the, they were the aliens or whatever, and they would drop down and you'd have to shoot him. And oh, then, <laughs> I know like, what you're talking about. What if, oh my uh, gosh, I can't believe we're going to have to edit in what that is because I feel like an idiot. Uh, is it just Space Invasion? Well, no. Space Invaders is a game, but I thought we were talking about like missile defense or something like that. I don't know. Like, is the one where they drop down and you're hiding under your shields and then oh. like you have to shoot up through yeah, your that's, shield? Yeah, that's Space Invaders. Okay, Space What a stupid word to forget. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I hope that's what Space Force is and I want to do it and I'm, I'm excited to be a part of it. This is an excellent plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. All right. Wh- what are we doing today? Um, today we're going to talk about some things I learned yesterday about uh podcasts and social media and seo and stuff so um i have been asking you guys for reviews not you guys i told you i'm gonna stop saying that y'all for reviews and ratings and i've learned that reviews and ratings actually don't count as much as i thought they did and they don't count at all if you're reviewing and rating on itunes um on your browser or anywhere else um, on your computer. It only counts if you are rating and reviewing through the Apple iPod, Apple Podcasts app. It's that little purple app on your iPhones. Um, So that apparently is the only way for your rating and review to mean anything to Apple, which is, I don't know. I'm not going to say anything so they don't kick us off. But yeah, so... If you would like to rate and review us, please do so on the Apple Podcasts app. It's purple. And if you aren't listening on Apple Podcasts, um, I guess review us wherever you are. Um, Did I just say wherever correctly? Yes. Um, And if you're listening on a laptop or a computer or I don't even, I don't know why you would be. But if you are, please um, somehow get to Apple Podcasts, the app type thing, and uh, rate and review there. Anyway, I am rambling. Um, this is Queer All Year, like I've said. You can find us on Facebook, um, where we are trying to talk more because we love you guys. Uh, we Our page is Queer All Year. And if you want to join our group, it's Queer All Year Fam, because y'all are our fam. And we are going to start, I want to do some sort of giveaway or something out there. You guys give me, y'all give me ideas for what you would like. Um, Maybe we should do a thing where every week I have to donate a certain amount of money for each time I say you guys or any other gendered language part of me is like let's do let's punish me until i get out of it that sounds dirty 
Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Queer All Year Pod. I'm sure we're on several other social media sites under that name. I am not in charge of this because I don't understand social media except Facebook because I am 31 years old. If you would like to be an awesome person and support us because you think we're important and really cool, and I know for a fact there's at least one of you out there now. Talking, I'm not talking to you. I'm not trying to extort you or anything. But if you would like to help us become the best podcast in the world and get some extra stuff for doing it, um, you can go out to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pod, And at the $5 level, you're going to get an extended version of the insanity I'm going to talk about today. At the $1 level, you get bloopers. But $5 level, we've already got two things out there. One of them is part of this, part of what I'm going to talk about. But I'm also going to like have a whole second episode to that. And um, probably just some ramblings. Just, you know, fun stuff. You'll learn a lot, but you'll also get to laugh at me for being a, like a loser or something. And you'll support the show, which is a historical piece of history. Because no one's done this before. I sound crazy today. So today, we're going to do a quick overview of just something that happened. And then I'm going to go into the Tudor period. Because I'm crazy. Crazy. And they're very they're very similar. Um, what I'm talking about first is um, homosexuality laws in New Hampshire. So um, when New Hampshire was admitted as a state to the U.S., I believe it was admitted with the same laws as Virginia. Um, I could be wrong about that, but I'm the way I understood what I was reading was that pretty much as colonies and states were um, brought into the Union. Um, they usually had Virginia's laws to begin with, and then they could build upon that on their own if they wanted. Um, that That's how I understood it. I could be wrong. But so it seemed like New Hampshire was admitted with Virginia's laws, and then in 1790, they uh, went back and they were like, you know, what should we you know, revise or keep. And so they decided to uh, change the wording of its sodomy law a little bit to say, if any man shall carnally lie with a man as a man carnally lieth with a woman. So with that definition, a um, act of sodomy can only be between two men. It was absolutely not possible for women to commit sodomy. And that's, I mean, it, it's not explicit, but that's one of the very few times that you really, really get to see it defined as not something women can do. And I've ta- this is a thing I've talked about a bit in the past, is how women and lesbianism and, you know, back before there was a word for anything other than, you know, straight. There, well, straight wasn't even a word, but women and uh, females tend to be left out of legislation in general, um, like in homosexuality laws, and it still applies to them, but it's not usually explicitly stated. And so when it's stated in New Hampshire that it's only men, like there's no way they could prosecute a woman, uh, which is very different from other 
states even, other countries, and a lot of things in the past because it was so vague that it could be between whoever, you know, whoever and whatever. And I say whatever because usually it included like having sex with dogs and things like that because that's, that's the same thing, I guess. Um, that's one thing you'll get out on the Patreon is I'm going to go into a history of lesbianism in legislation and um and in like enforcement and not enforcement and i don't know it's probably gonna get kind of feminist but i when i mcgee will tell you when i go feminist it is like hilarious and crazy so it'll be fun all right mcgee yeah yes. yeah yeah yep <laughs> he's not gonna tell you because he doesn't want to get in trouble um, <laughs> so, um, the second thing I'm going to talk about is a, um, very old piece of legislation that, um, I didn't talk about on January 12th. Um, so I'm talking about it today. I am like shoehorning it into another topic and I'm going to bring it all around and tie it up, I think. So on this day in history, uh, Mary Queen of Scots was executed, and that was under the direction of Elizabeth I, who was the daughter of Henry VIII. And um, that was a whole thing, and we're going to come around to that at the end. We're going to go back in time right now to the Buggery Act of 1533, which is formally called an act for the punishment of the vice of buggery. And buggery is B-U-G-G-E-R-I-E, which I like. Um the first, well, I should say the bugger and buggery and all that. I'm saying this and all, anyone from the UK who isn't listening because we don't have UK listeners are all freaking out. They're like, there's so much cursing this podcast. And I know it's not that big of a curse word. But yes, yeah, so bugger, buggery is a curse word in some parts of the world. Um, what it is, is usually a synonym for sodomy. So... Uh, it first appeared in Middle English, and it was um, translated as abominable heresy. And um, so heresy is like very generic. It wasn't sexual until the 1500s. And it comes from the French word bougle, which I think is how McGee and I have. McGee took French, but he's also, he's like, that sounds good. So... Uh, this was passed by Henry VIII, who is the father of Elizabeth I, who had Mary Queen of Scots executed. It was the very first civil sodomy law, which means it took the power away from the church to prosecute that kind of crime and gave it to the the monarch, I guess. the I guess we would say the people, but I don't think it's, it wouldn't have been the people back then. Um these were called the ecclesiastical courts and they were in charge of things that were like more spiritual and like based more in faith and that kind of thing. And so uh, sodomy, buggery, whatever would have been under their jurisdiction since that's like a crime against God, according to them. And so that would have been more of a liturgical thing. It was still, they still had all the same power as like any other court and honestly they probably they had more power of course as we know from the the spanish inquisition the medieval inquisitions um but so by taking that which is a you know a 
a law, like a, a sin based only really in a religious context. Like, and even then, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing, according to a lot of Christians I know. But so it should only be like a thing that can be prosecuted by religious entities. By taking that away from them and giving it to the king, that took away the power of the Catholic religion in England. And so this was happening because the king at the time, Henry VIII, was having some a little religious, like, you know, midlife crisis. Except it wasn't a midlife crisis. Um, you can, I guess you can blame... Anne Boleyn for all this, although I'll probably hit you for saying anything against her because she's in my top five favorite females in history, and you can come at me with that because I know she's problematic, but so is everyone in history. Anne Boleyn. So, I think by all rights, Henry should have been a great king, the way he was raised and the way he came up, the way people described him, and then he hit his head, and um, that kind of went away. And he was really easily manipulated, and he wanted to be the most powerful thing in the world. And Anne wanted to be queen. And Henry wanted a divorce so that he could marry Anne. And Anne wanted to be seen helping him get that divorce. So she was this, she became this sneaky, brave little heretic. And she and Thomas Cromwell started a subtle campaign to make him think he was rightfully the head of the church. And that the Pope was being a jerk and a liar and stuff. And so... In order to be the head of the church, then he had to start his own religion because the Catholic Church was like, no, you can't. You can't be you can't be the head. The Pope's the head. And he really wanted to. And they said no. So he was like, well, well then bugger off. And he started his own religion. And so to get your own religion, you have to get rid of the old one. And so the Buggery Act of 1533 was really just using homosexuality as a scapegoat. And the true intended victim was the Catholic religion. So taking away their right to prosecute that um, is a huge blow to the concept that they had any judicial power at all. And so that has still kind of gone down through history. I mean, like the, the monarch is still the head of the Church of England um, and is essentially uh, the, the Church of England's pope. You know, because God speaks directly to Elizabeth II and tells her to wear crazy hats and not look happy. So that's how he was able to get his divorce, which his um, Catherine, Catherine of Aragon, yeah, um, never acknowledged because she was Catholic and her daughter Mary was Catholic. And but he was like, whatever. Um, so the act was really pushed through by. Cromwell, Thomas Cromwell, um, who you might remember as the main character in Wolf Hall, if you're a book nerd slash PBS historical drama weirdo like me, because nothing went through Parliament without his stink on it. And so he um, he was a really big part of the dissolution of the monasteries, and basically anything he could do to hurt the church and then give money to the king, he would do. So this was part of it. Because it took away, you know, if you were convicted of buggery, then you forfeited all your worldly goods and stuff, and that was transferred to the crown. And with the dissolution of the monasteries, they got rid of all the monks and stuff. They stole all their things and then gave it to the crown. So he was getting money from both the Catholics and the gays. 
And so it's like all mixed in there. And he's like, you know, whatever. So you're Catholic? Cool, give me your money. You're gay? Cool, give me your money. You're all dead. And then, um, so that's the, uh, that's the backstory of that act, I guess. And so you needed to know all of that so that you can know that his daughter, Mary, then became queen and she's known as Bloody Mary. And she got rid of the law, which I think some people might just look at in its, you know, in a, as a solo thing and be like, wow, that's really cool. She got rid of it. And but no, it was because she was Catholic and she wanted to give the power back to the church. And then uh, the murdering of bug people convicted of buggery, it got real bad. And one of the reasons she's called Bloody Mary. And then she died of being just sad her whole life. And Elizabeth I took the crown. And she reinstated the Buggery Act, which makes people go, what a terrible person. And I mean, I guess, yeah, but it, you were going to be prosecuted anyway. So she did that just because she wanted to reassert that she was the head of the church. And another way that she asserted her power is by imprisoning her cousin, Mary Queen of Scots, because she had a claim to the English crown and Elizabeth was a little worried about her having people supporting her and taking Elizabeth down because a lot of people didn't think that Elizabeth actually had a right to the crown because they considered her a bastard because they didn't recognize Henry's divorce. And so in order to have it like to solidify herself as the queen, she had Mary imprisoned. And then there was like a plot to get her out and she um, signed an execution warrant and then immediately retracted it, but they pretended that she didn't and they executed Mary Queen of Scots anyway. And so that relates back to the Buggery Act because it's taking over all the power again and making sure that you are the most powerful thing in the world, in your little world. So that is a very long little short version of a it's not a very long episode but i think a pretty decent episode i have out on patreon if i do say so myself if you liked that weird rant about history that went in a weird circle uh go out to our five dollar tier in patreon um because it's that's where the party is um so um you guys are awesome um the buggery act was repealed so you don't have to worry about that there's a lot of stuff to worry about but you don't have to worry about the buggery act uh if you can make all sorts of history with us by talking on the facebook group because i want to talk to you about this kind of stuff because i'll talk for hours and you all are extremely important you're an important person in the world and you're beautiful and we love you